Hi, welcome to Two Italian Women and the Stories We Tell with Erica Martin and Diane Bobolino. Thanks for having us back. You know, this is such an exciting time of year. It is. It is Halloween and it is the beginning of fall and the leaves are changing colors and energetically everything is just changing and it's spooky and it, scary. It is spooky and scary and like ghosts and goblins and little I wanted kids. I to say goblins. 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 And little kids running around in like little skeleton outfits and superheroes and all of that. And pumpkins out. And I do love a pumpkin. I know. Orange. A gourd. And candy corn. Oh, I love candy corn. I know I do too. It's so bad. I remember when I was little, I'd like cut the one here, a little teeth. <laughs> you did. It out. Oh my gosh, you just don't love Halloween. I like black, um, the little black, you know, jelly beans, licorice. I'm not a fan of those. Want some right now? I'll catch you some for Halloween. I'll put it in your little your little gift basket. But you know, when I think about Halloween, I think about the energy and the fun, and it's certainly a child's holiday. It I is. mean, it's yeah. about carrying a little pumpkin around and getting as much candy as you could get. You know, sometimes a nightmarish time for parents, especially kids with ADHD and a host of other things, like to hop them up with sugar and then yeah. And then have them running around, especially at school. I think even some schools now have stopped that, sadly, the Halloween celebration, because it's like just, it's too stimulating for a lot of kids, whatever. But, you know, when you think of this time seasonally, and you're probably more the expert on the fall season, you know, how things begin. Slow down. Yeah. And you could, like our bodies slow down energetically, and it's a time to just slumber in and slumber you know kind of not really fall forward fall back mm -hmm. but in the end energetically let's enjoy it yeah because Slow like the down. summer energy is all like up 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 yes. and being out and being active and, and being in the sun and doing all these active things and the fall is kind of that transition point into obviously into winter um and we do need to begin to kind of slow down a little yes. bit it's it's yeah. a slower energy it's that fuzzy sweater or that comfortable yes. blanket it's the hot cup of tea maybe or you, you know whatever fire on. oh and an apple cider I don't know there's just so many smells and sensations yes. at this time of year that just gets pumpkin pie who doesn't love a pumpkin pie I love it well I mean I'm a pie girl are you oh I don't like cake I'll eat cake. I mean, I love desserts. I'm Italian, but pie is. Mm, I love pumpkin That's one of my favorites with the homemade whipped cream on top. Yes. And, oh yes. Oh, so I just love this time of year. But what makes me kind of kind of laugh is that as people who really live in the spirit world, yes. as, as you and I do, the representation that Halloween brings as being like this is what it's like to interact with the spirit world is really kind of disturbing to me like it has yes. like a darker energy yes and it doesn't yeah the spirit worlds to me is white light gold light shimmering beautiful glittering. warm energy right that just kind of makes you feel at home and yet when I think of Halloween and the origins of it, which yes. we're not going to get all into today, if you want more information, maybe we'll do an extended on, on the history of, of Halloween and its origination. But 
but it's 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 really kind of carries with it a very dark energy and it's off-putting to me it really is it's like very off-putting to me and so I think when most people think about engaging with spirit when they think about connecting you know from that 3d to the 5d between the movies the stories the yeah. Halloween kind of things it's all about like haunted <laughs> going to a haunted house right or it's just that negative yeah. that negative vibe and so um the spirit world is really the place where so many of us live and frequently visit and it is just like the most beautiful space it's like being at home um and so although I enjoy the the fun parts of dressing up I love being able to be somebody else oh yeah do you love fun. dressing up I like it. You know, I'm not a holiday girl. You're not? I'm not a holiday girl. Christmas is like too stressful. New Year's, I think it's like overrated. Valentine's Day, I think it's like kind of overrated. Thanksgiving's all about the food for me and like the thankfulness. It's yes, like, it, it's like, like a, Thanksgiving. That, that holiday I love. Yeah. That holiday like is that. like and the pie. A special, yes. yes. The pie is good. And the pie. Um, and Halloween is that fun holiday of dressing up and getting to be like whoever you want to be and and like I just love that kind of fun playful oh it is fun playful energy but especially when my kids were young it was so fun oh god yeah in the parade at the school oh yeah oh I remember my mom I have photographic evidence of this because my mom is going to say that this isn't true but when I was in elementary school probably second grade and, and you know my mama said so you're gonna appreciate uh, this story my mom is like crazy artistic like she does things offbeat and uh, like she likes to make people laugh and all of that when all the other girls were going to school they were just as princesses and ballerinas oh what were you ballerina no diane a witch no diane the devil no, Diane. I could give you a million guesses, and you're not going to believe what my mom sent me to school as. In second grade. In second grade. Oh. I can remember Jamie. Well, I won't get into her whole name. Like, was like the most popular girl in school, and she's like this. She has like this big wedding dress on, Aww. and she's carrying beautiful flowers. One girl was like an Oreo cookie, which was like adorable, and there Aww. were like all kinds of angels, whatever. My mother sent me to school as the Elephant Man. No. Yes. John Merrick, the elephant man, the man that was like totally disfigured. Do you just tell you wouldn't go like that? Like, what kind of authority does a a second grader have? And plus, I thought it was funny because I, I mean, I didn't know any different. I was so little. But she sent me to school in the costume that my dad wore to like his teacher's party. But the worst part is it had a paper, like a burlap bag over my head. And a big elephant drunk. I feel bad for and, that elephant man. And elephant ears. And it had like a raincoat and like a big hunchback. And all I knew is my mom told me, and mom, I'm saying this with love. Like, don't be upset by this. But she told me, she's like, don't say anything. Just walk around going, I am a god. <laughs> Did you? Yes. And when I got to school and saw all the other girls, who were dressed up like all pretty and beautiful. I pretended I was this kid named Emil who was absent that day. And I sat in Emil's <laughs> chair and I took Emil's bus home 
And I just pretended I was him the entire day. And I got away with it. I had to walk from like his bus stop home to my bus stop because I was so mortified. Like I realized like there's something disturbing about this. Like I don't, I don't think I should have a burlap bag on. And now the teachers thought it was hysterical. And the <laughs> teachers who knew my mother thought it was absolutely right. Right. But as a child, you go back and go, what? So they knew you were Erica? They didn't know. They thought I was Emil. Oh. Emil Gennaro, if you're listening. I am really sorry. And so the, the next day, Emil comes to school and gets zeros on all of the assignments. Oh. And he was absent that day. And he's like, but I wasn't here, but I wasn't here. And they're like, but you were absent the whole day. Meanwhile, I was sitting in a seat. And so I had to kind of fess up that, that I was the elephant man. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, come on. There should have never been an elephant man. No, it was ridiculous. I know. I it, mean... It was ridiculous, but I mean, I, I look back now at like being raised by two artists who were like, you know, kind of yeah. offbeat and, and did their own kind of thing. I mean, it did kind of teach me to take life a little less seriously, but as I got old enough to realize like, oh my God, this was a costume fitted yeah. to make some, someone with a profound medical condition. Um, I think I realized like, look, I was probably pretty inappropriate. Well, I'm glad you're not in therapy, but you are a therapist. Oh, I've been in therapy. Hi. I can't imagine why I've been in therapy, but <laughs> I've been in therapy. I, I think in order to be a good healer, a good therapist, yes. anyone who's working um, and helping other people, coaching, et cetera, like there's so many different fields. If you're not willing to sit on the other yes. side. Yes, you can't help. Yeah, and do the work. You have to be in the shoes. You have to be in the mud. I say in the mud. mud. I put in the mud so I can be the lotus flower. That's right. So then you can really heal. Yes. Well, you had to grow from the mud, from the soil. And you had to tend it, right? And you had to water it and you had to give it everything it needs. And so, you know, I just tell you the story. I don't know why, because Halloween is still my favorite holiday, despite that. The, despite the ridiculousness but the power in that moment was actually we should yeah. dress up for one of our podcasts you know maybe we will yeah you know my first year in you business cannot be the elephant man <laughs> i will not be the <laughs> elephant man but my first year in business i dressed up like a bee and people were like what are you you know i had like the the black and white the black pants the black sweater with like yellow stripes and oh, the look. okay and they're what are you i said i'm a behaviorist Oh. they're like you're so lame that's erica <laughs> <laughs> those are your clients yeah they were younger kids at the time too you know so i thought it was kind of fun to dress up and then i had a few adults that day and they're like i cannot take you seriously looking at you like this i just cannot but i didn't care it was like the first time i owned my own business and i thought i could dress up i can do whatever i want to do mm. what about you what's your favorite halloween or standout halloween story i, I don't know i cannot get over the <laughs> elephant man costume right now i have a photo i I, I think i have to go visit your parents or your mother <laughs> <laughs> i just I, my favorite costume you asked yeah me? well or whatever your favorite memory is of uh all i can think of right now is my girlfriend coming to the house her name's lynette and she would come to the house dressed up like a chicken <laughs> and we were teenagers and she's dressed up in her chicken costume. Love and it. She was hysterical. Love it. Um, yes. Yes. Well, you know, to say though, I mean, I'm giving one representation of the elephant man, 
But then there's the flip side. My dad's an artist. So when I wanted to go as Wonder Woman, I mean, I had the Mac Daddy Wonder Woman. I had the bracelet. I mean, the lasso. Like he'd make uh, he'd make my my things, you know, and they were pretty outstanding. Um, but I just, for whatever reason, felt like sharing the fact that, you know, we've had interesting journeys. We've had some interesting experiences, right? Hey, in, in upstate New York, Syracuse, New York, it usually snows on um, October 31st. You know, I don't think I ever remember not having a ski jacket or some kind of coat on as a kid. Same thing. Like so it's I. like, you know, right, why are you even dressed up? Yeah. I don't know. And in things that are like skimpy or like lightweight, like these little princess yeah. outfits and stuff. And it's like, you have snow yeah. boots. That's what I loved about coming here when I moved here. And, you know, I remember Brendan being two and Matt was five. I'm like, oh, there's like awesome, like Halloween evenings here. It didn't snow. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful time of year yeah, in Maryland. So is. for those of you that are here, I hope you're enjoying the season today. I mean, we're talking about Halloween. I know. And we're dressed like we're in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, why are we talking about it? Tonight? I will be in Miami very soon, but, but, um, it's a beautiful evening. It's like 78 degrees, which is like kind of unheard of for this time of year, but yet the pumpkins are out. And the smell of cinnamon is like everywhere and it's so beautiful. Yes. But like, when I think about the spiritual journey that we've been on, I do get a little distressed that so many people still, still believe like, or think or associate that spiritual realm with like the ooga booga of Halloween. Does that bother you? Or do you know what I'm talking about? No, yeah. Or it's like the, the witch. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's, you know, it's so not because we're not witches. No. Not tonight. Not tonight. For Halloween, maybe. Yeah, that's what it should be. For Halloween. You know, I don't know all the specifics of your spiritual journey when you started opening up, like, I know, I know tidbits, but did I ever tell you the story about when my coworker started realizing, like I was opening up and all these beautiful things are happening around yeah. me. And she started observing like this really beautiful energy. Did I, this no, story? I, don't I don't think I ever, I don't think I told many people this. Story. I think I was so traumatized by this, but I guess it ties into our whole, like how many people maybe see the spiritual world mm -hmm. in, in a, a very negative way. But anyway, I had this yeah. wonderful woman who worked for me, really religious, very spiritual, like very, oh. very attached to her church. She'd worked with me for a long time and she started noticing like the lights would be affected around me. She said like once I was walking down the hallway and she would see like these little like lights kind of following me. And she's like something really, really special mm -hmm. is happening, you know, and I, I've been a witness to it. And so she's like, I really want you to go talk to my priest. She's like, he's young, he's progressive. Like he would be such a good person. Cause I was really, I was really confused yeah. as I can imagine. Most people are when you start opening up and it's like, you go from that 3d to 5d, you know, mm -hmm. like your whole reality is, is like, am I crazy? Yeah. Is this really happening? So anyway, so she was so persuasive. I said, okay, I'll go talk to him. And uh, we made this appointment and her husband came with us and we, oh. we, we said, I'll go talk to the priest and then we will go after, out to dinner after because she was so convinced this was going to be like such a beautiful thing because he was actually a healer 
himself. And he performed two miracles that the church recognized in healing young children with cancer, right? So I'm thinking, wow, this is going to be like such a great experience. It's going to be beautiful. And I got there and I, I told him everything I had been experiencing. And I said, you know, like, I really feel connected to the angels, to, to the universe, to like light, to whatever. And he looked at me and Diane, I swear to you, like, I'll try and he looked at me and goes, what? And I, I explained, I explained it. And he said, are you involved in an occult? I'm like, no father. He's like, he's like, do you practice like any kind of black magic? I'm like, oh my God, no father. How about your clients? You work with people with substance abuse. Do you think that you could be picking up their energy? And I was like, oh my God, no father. And he had me in tears, like these big, Aww. creepy black tears Aww. were just like pouring down my face. And he gave me a bottle of holy water. <laughs> Did he? Like a bottle of holy uh-huh. water that he yeah. blessed. He gave me all these little charms. Uh-huh. And he told me to like, you know, have them with me at all times, you know, like 10 or 12 of them. And then he gave me this book on angels and demons. And he made the sign of the cross on me and said, you need to protect yourself. So I walk oh. out of this appointment and my office manager and her husband are there and they're like all excited waiting to hear like how great this is going to be. I have these black tears rolling oh. down my face. The priest looks like he yeah, like had the devil himself like jump out at him and we get into the car and they're like, so how did it go? <laughs> no one wants to go to dinner. I really didn't want to. And her husband's like, oh, no, we're going to dinner. We're going to hear all about this. Uh, you know, so I tell him and I'm like, I think he thinks I'm a demon or something. And he's like, what? He's, I'm like, I think he thinks I'm a demon. And he gave me this book to read. And I would I would sit up at night and I would just keep reading about uh, these demons. I couldn't sleep like for weeks. I just couldn't uh, sleep. And so, but, but yeah. unfortunately, a lot of people, and I'm Catholic as you are, um, have this belief that if you, you know, lay hands on someone or touch someone's energy or, or whatever, mm-hmm. that that's really not allowed or appropriate because that's really only ever for a priest right. or a clergy mm-hmm. to be able to do. And so I shut down. I just stopped. Oh, I'm like, this is scary. Maybe it is, maybe it is evil. Maybe it is bad. Oh. And my office manager, who's very close with the priest said, don't listen. Oh. I, I see what I see. Oh. So she knew. She knew. She's like, I see oh. how you help people. I see oh. the love you give to people. There's no way this oh, so could be knew. negative, which God bless her to this day. I can. Um, and I was reading this book on demons. And the more I kept reading about, it, the more I'd get myself all whipped up and whatever. Oh. Um, and then I came upon this chapter. It was by St. Teresa de Avila. And she said, let no one tell you that you are not the hands of God. Let no one tell you that you are not a healer, right? Wow. And that and that if God is calling you to do it, you step into His steps. Let no one else tell you. Wow. Right. Wow. And and she was the little flower. She was the rebel of the Catholic Church. So as they were, it's like during the Protestant Reformation, as Catholic churches were getting shut down, she'd go around and continue to have them pop up everywhere and so yeah. I always go to her right because I'm like I want to I want to be like the little flower Aww. right but it took so a long time cool. to reconcile 
So for you, like, yeah. did it take a long time for you to be like, what is this? Is it good? Is it bad? I mean, not that I ever thought it was bad until that situation happened. That really floored me. Well, yeah, that's, you know, I, I mean, I never went to like, I think for me, it was just telling my mother about it. You know, mm-hmm. she's a very strong Catholic, mm-hmm. wanted to be a nun, always taught, you know, religion up until I think the Bless her. age up until like COVID started. So that was probably what, three years ago, up until like the age of 87. Wow. I never um, knew this about her. Yeah. So um, for me, I think once I explained it to her and she's like, okay, we'll do it on me. And she saw the benefits of it and saw just, you know, how much it was helping her. And I got her blessing. And then Aww. I would talk to her and my father about when I would do Reiki and if, you know, I would see an angel come through or Jesus come through and she's like, well, do you see anything or what do you see? And I explained to them, you know, how I see it, uh, you know, then just knowing that she's open to listening. And so is my dad. For me, that was, you know, a huge blessing. So I felt, you know, absolutely. My parents were kind of like, my mom was a lot more receptive, which surprised me because she's very devoutly Catholic. I mean, devoutly Catholic. And she's like, yeah, I believe in that. You know, I believe, I believe when we, we live in that light energy, when we're helpers, when we want to make a difference in the world, it makes sense that the universe will guide us to be able to do that. Like, I thought that was beautiful. Oh, that is. My dad was like, this freaks me out. He was like a little bit like this, this is freaking me out a little bit, but then, you know, they both, my dad was sick and I've done Reiki on him and other people. And it just, um, I don't know, I guess part of why we're talking about it is because for those of you out there who may be skeptical or may feel like this goes against my religious beliefs or, or, you know, what is this? Or, you know, it really is us just partnering with the divine and we not, are doing yeah, anything. It's not religious based mm-hmm. with energy based. Exactly. And we're all just big balls of energy. Mm-hmm. You know, but if we can be. Your energy is so spewing off you tonight. Spewing. How'd you do that again? Spewing. Spewing. Um, so. Can't get her to stop talking. No, I'm sorry. I had all the stories tonight. I'm just teasing. I apologize. But for those of you that are getting into the mystery and the allure, and the pumpkin pie and the ghosts and the I see witches. You wanted to say a different word. A different goblins. Oh, goblins, witches. I'm into witches. <laughs> I don't know where my witches hat is. Okay, goblins, ghosts. Whatever. Enjoy. Have fun. We're gonna dress up at the next one. You want to? Yeah. All right, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it well. We have a few. We have a few more podcasts to come out before that, but by by Halloween, yes, by Halloween, yes. And I'm wear a big orange sweater. I got a big orange sweater. Well, we couldn't wear it tonight. It's like a hundred degrees. In yes, right it is. So on Miami Vice clothes on. Oh my god, maybe we'll go as Don Johnson. Tuck it. Oh, uh-huh. what's his name? Tuck. Oh. Clearly, it's time for us to wrap up. I think so. Oh, but you know what? We need to do. We didn't do it on our last podcast. We got to do our rundown. You start with the YouTube channel. 
we have a YouTube channel. And if, if you really are happy with a YouTube channel, we'd like you to subscribe. And if we've earned it, please give us a like or a comment. And also for all of you listening on a podcast out there, if you are on Spotify, I know you, if you were really happy with us, you can give us a five star. If you are on Amazon Music, you can actually leave a review, a written review, and we will read that. It's very important to us and it helps our ratings. And any other platform out there, of course, whatever you can go, out, go do out there to support us, we really appreciate it. Absolutely. So enjoy the season. Enjoy the rolling back of the energy. Yes. Take care of yourselves until next time. This is Two Italian Women. And the stories they tell. Be well. With Two Italian Women. And the stories they tell. Erica Martin. Erica Martin. Diane Bovolino. <laughs>